Hey everyone, I hope everything is going well. It is December 18th and it has been a while since I last checked in. I think I last checked in, it had to be pre-showcase, November 3rd, somewhere around there. Um, things have been moving, but it's good to be back and I hope you are all doing well. December 18th, we are at that beautiful time of the year where work doesn't matter as much because everyone's focused on different holidays and you can just like coast until I say the second week of January but for most of us after Thanksgiving things get a little bit slow but once you get to this time emails are relaxed everyone's relaxed and chill and it's holiday time so yeah I hope you're all doing well got my Christmas tree up this will be uh Zora's first Christmas where I think she can like move and do stuff she was what was she two months and some change last time so we were just holding her um, had a tree. I don't think she paid it. She liked the lights, but I don't think she knew what was going on at all. Um, she barely does now, but at least she can crawl around, eat, eat little tree pieces and needles or whatever, you know? So I'm happy for that. And, uh, I'm just happy to still be here, man, breathing, pushing on. Um, this has been, I would say the past month has been the most fruitful, one of the most fruitful months for the Moonlighters Club. Now, probably most in terms of generating awareness. So for those of you who have not listened or did not go or did not know, we had our sixth showcase, I think it is. And it was our first ever on November 3rd in Baltimore, Maryland at Mobtown Brewing. If you're not familiar, um, please go to our YouTube channel, Moonlighters Club, and watch the uh, showcase um, six entrepreneurs and a sponsor basically talked about moonlighting and we recorded it. And, uh, we also have the audio on our, this podcast channel. So if you don't want to watch a video, you can just listen to the audio. Um, but it was cool. Um, first things first, I edited the whole thing myself. I've done other things for myself and for the podcast in terms of editing, but this was the largest thing I had done until that point. This is like two hours of content. I think finish is like an hour and some change and may hour 30 or so, may hour 45. Um, and it's good because until this point I've been paying to get other projects edited. So audio and video editing I'd outsource for the, the work we've done with Ujima and other things. Now I can just do it myself. And, uh, honestly, what forced me to do that was being laid off. Um, I'll get into, you know, into that in a moment in terms of how that's been going. Uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, excuse me, uh, spoiler alert. It's been shitty, but, um, other than that, yeah, no, it's been shitty. Not other than that. It's been, not, it's been, it's been terrible, but it has forced me to do things like edit my own content. So. I did that, merging audio and video, syncing everything up, chopping things, adding LUTs or LUTs to increase the quality of the video, um, adding transitions, graphics, things of that nature. It, I hated it, but I loved it at the same time. Um, I, did, I think the most thing about editing is just like hearing, editing your own mistakes. Um, when I was uh, at the showcase, I... Um, we we did it at Mobtown Brewing. It was not packed. I'm grateful for everyone who came. However, it's an open air environment where there are people who are there for other things. 
So I had to yell to get people to focus, move up, and kind of, you know, get the things going. And you can hear it in my voice. I'm like worried, like, nah, man, this can't fail. I need this to go well. So I wasn't as measured as I wanted to be. Um, I wasn't as crisp as I wanted to be. I feel like I was just talking to make sure everything else was going smoothly, that everyone else felt okay. The jokes weren't, what you know, it, it, I didn't add a lot of uh, silence in between speaking and, and in between my sentences and terms, which is the best way to to talk, to speak publicly. It's easier to edit, um, but also it helps you drive points home. Silence is a good thing when you you know you're you're being an orator, orator, um, or an MC. So you'll see that. And editing I, reminded me of that. So I'm like, oh, here we go. Here goes me. Here goes people not listening. But honestly, it was fine. Um, and it was good to see other folks talk again from um, from Akio Evans, from Brian Robinson of Black Genius Art Show, Millie Vanderwood, Elisa Brock of, uh, of uh, Drama Mamba Bookshop. Millie does the gallery about nothing and um, uh, Mini Hip Hop Museum. Rashad Sanders, sponsor of Drip Fix. Joshua Askew. Did I miss anyone? Oh, Jasmine Manning. So it was good to just hear everyone's speech again and then, you know, edit it so it could just come out more concise than splitting all the sections up so that people could, um, uh, yeah, get their own segment and share it and things like that. So I did all of that editing, gave the drafts out. People are happy. Um, I posted them everywhere on IG, LinkedIn. I still have to put them. No, I already put them on our website. It's going to be hard to put the whole thing on the website. But uh, all the segments are on the website as well. So that was good. And we're actually getting eyes from people sharing. A lot of people are adding, um, following, based on a lot of it's due to the people that we had on the show. We had some great people on the show who have friends who really care about them and support them. And Baltimore has been really, Baltimore has been amazing for that. So it's been, it's been a good time. It's been a really good time here. And, uh, I'm, um, I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy with what has been going on for the, uh, um, podcast. So I'm really pumped and I'm realizing that while the, Showcases aren't the heaviest lift. Um, yeah, it, they're they're not the heaviest lift. I still want to make sure I'm doing it in a lean enough way where it's not all I'm doing. Um, but it, it still, you know, as long as I have time to focus on other parts of the business, like generating revenue, um, I want to make sure I do that. But I'm just glad it came out. People saw it. Thank you to everyone who took part in it. It, it was great. Um, great feedback. So... Outside of that, I have one editing project that I still have to do, but I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Black Market Nubian in Boston reached out to Colgan and myself to record their um, uh, anniversary celebration. I think it's by the block. And we recorded it, but they were supposed to give us footage from previous years that we were supposed to merge and make a promo video. We never received any of that footage. So we just kind of have to wing it with what we have. So... It's a lot of footage, but yeah, it's kind of a mess, but it's good because I know I'll never take part in that again. You need to just no, tell people this is what we're going to record. This is what we're going to get from what we're recording. And, and it, like, yeah, we'll be really specific with what we're doing here. Um, 
that's the only thing that's left. I have to do that. I've submitted everything I needed to for Ujima in terms of stuff that I had to edit. The flourishing food panel that I took part in, that's all done. We have a bunch of stuff that's already been done for um, uh, yours, mine, and ours. So we're just waiting for the okay to push stuff live. Um, and that's that. So, yeah, in terms of editing, I guess I just have our pet project. That's a client project that we need to get out. Um, but that is it. So in the meantime, uh, I will just be working on um, non-work, non-showcase-related things, maybe episodes. I just have to figure out what the priorities need to be and make sure I know what we're doing. I have a Notion. Uh, I use Notion, and I realize I just have to refresh when I have time what I have listed there. What are the business tasks I listed six months ago that look stupid now? What notes do I have? How can I apply that to what we have now, especially now after having the showcase? Things are clear. We need to have more showcases. We need to get money from showcases through sponsors or tickets. So I got to get on that. Um, I have to do them in different cities. So, yeah. Um, I I think I want to talk about the job situation and then get back to the, yeah, the, the, the Moonlighters agency slash club. Um, the job situation is gone terribly um, in terms of hiring. So I was interviewing at one location. It'd be an on-site job, which is about a no-traffic, 25-minute drive from my house to Maryland. Um, or taking the mark, same amount of time, probably half an hour, in an industrial park. I had a couple interviews. They seemed to go well. Three. Had good communication. Ghosted. It's been ghosted since like the fifth or something. Never heard anything back. Gave references. References never heard anything. Ghosties. And it's not the end of the world, but I think it's funny that companies ghost folks, but then hate when you do the same. Like, like quitting. Imagine quitting and never contacting anyone and then reaching out for like a reference or something. Or like companies hate it when you don't respond. Um, I've helped companies hire. I worked at small enough startups where we were part of that. And there are people who just disappeared off the face of the earth and we hated it. So it's just interesting to see people do that from the company perspective. Other than that, I've barely heard anything back from anyone about anything. Uh, one company reached out. Um, I did a Wonderlick test for one company. That's been pretty much it. It's been just quiet. So I'm not really too stressed out. I feel like it's God's way of saying, nah, like... I'm not gonna bail you out. You need to, you need to continue to flush this thing out that you're doing, this showcase thing. Figure it out. So I need to do that before I get a gig. Um, and then start complaining about not having time. So that's where I, that's how I'm taking it. Uh, work, like work on this thing. Apply to, but work on this business. Flush this out. Figure what is what are we doing here. So yeah. Um. Other than that, just filling out application after application, cover letter or not cover, cover letter or no cover letter, sending things out, hearing back, maybe never hearing back. Ugh, it's just the worst. I hate it. There are jobs I apply to where it's just like, I'm not even, like, I'm overqualified. It's just, and just hearing now, you're just like, this sucks. This is no representation. Like, it sucks because it's not, someone's not looking me in the face going, you're not good enough. You just don't hear anything. So your mind runs with it and you go, I guess I'm not good enough for these roles. The worst is seeing a role, you apply for it, get rejected, and then it goes away and then it comes back. You're like, dude, 
they they can't fill it and they still don't even want you like they're not even desperate enough to take you it's the worst feeling in the world um but it's part of the game and i think the way the markets are the way you know people are trying to deal with you know new technologies like ai and employee rights and and employee fits i i i just think companies one the way people hire is kind of antiquated but also I think people are trying to figure out how to hire correctly. I think a lot of businesses overhired, especially in the tech industry. So they're like, I think they're kind of underdoing it now. Like, do you know how to do these 80 things for this smaller salary? So it is what it is, man. I don't let it get me down too much. Um, I think it's do something. If you're here, do accomplish something in the house. Do something for the house. Do something for the podcast, the show. Do something. I can't just sit around all day. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, and the worst part is like the victory here is a job, which I just like earning and sharing, um, with the household, but even that's not real. That's not even a real thing. Uh, I'm not saying real success, but it wouldn't be as like a Joel doing on his own out the mud success with the Moonlighters Club, like someone reaching out for, to be a sponsor or something, you know? So it's interesting. It, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm upset, but it's more, I think it's more of external validation than it is. Like I need this to progress because I will lose time. Um, but there's also debt to clear up. So who knows that, that that's where I'm at now with it. Um, so yeah, it's the 18th of December. I, I doubt I'll hear back from most folks. So, you know, just apply when you can, you see something good and then just wait. Um, and, uh, that's, yeah. I've been watching this TV show called Carol and the end of the world. It's animation on Netflix and it's about it's like this, I don't know if it's um, dystopian. I don't think I'd call it that. It's not really post-apocalyptic. It's pre-apocalyptic um, world where they find out a comet or a meteor is coming to hit the earth and there's nothing anyone can do about it. And this, the main character hates how free everyone's being. Everyone's basically gone full hippie and like, like, like people walking around naked and partying all the time or just, you know, loving each other and no one cares about work or bills or anything of that nature. And she wants, she wants the normal bag, like writing checks, going to work, having bills. So I'm not all the way through. I'm at a point where she um, finds a way to occupy her time because she just missed the structure of the day to day. Um, and watching that, while at, after watching that today, I was looking at two um, IG posts. Um, one was about the restaurant June Baby based in Seattle that was started by Eduardo uh, Jordan. And the other was about um, uh, Concourse Coffee, which is based in Portland, black-owned coffee shop that I got to go to last year. Both of those places are closing. One I went to, one I did not go to, and I'll never be able to experience it. And watching that show and these two things happening just made me realize how important it is to act on the things I can while I can. Uh, and it really just helped shape my viewpoint on the this podcast and the work I have going on and my relationships. But my thing is just not to waste any more time. And if I have the means to do something and I'm just not doing it for some weird reason, I need to just get over it and do it. We only have so much time on this earth. We only have so many opportunities to take advantage of 
the time we have and the ability to do the things we want to do. So that's what I'm going to be making a point to. I don't know if that's a New Year's resolution, but whenever I see opportunity or if I get the angling to do something positive or that I really want to do, I need to just do it and take advantage of it. Um, yeah. Um, so moving forward, I'm going to be reaching out to more Moonlighters. Um, also calling friends more just to hang out and do stuff. Um, uh, but in the meantime, I'm building, working on the business away from the showcase. So I think the next one's going to be either March or April, probably be March. No, early, mid-April or whatever. We'll see. I'll, I'll check to see when there are vacations and go from there. Um, but I'm going to be doing two events, events around showcases now. So it's easier to drum up interest. But I want to plan a couple interviews around that time or before as well. So Colga and I are probably going to meet up in February and do these events. Uh, do these events before the showcase itself, which would be the next month, and then go from there. Um, in 12 days, Black Genius Art Show is having their two-year anniversary on Utah Street at the yeah Black Genius headquarters. It's December 30th. I will be there. Starts at 7. Great time to network and chill and hang out. Don't know if I'll be there all day or if I'll be going home staying in a hotel i don't know so that's that's the that's the only event i have before the end of the year unless we do something for new year's um next year events are going to be huge again uh, axios came in the clutch for events really good networking in axios events really really good networking um i'll be checking in with more entrepreneurs when i do these check-ins you know interviews um just to talk to folks uh and yeah that's where that's where i'm at 18 minutes of talking almost this is good this is good maybe this will be my therapy who knows um probably not but yeah it's been good to get up here and and talk it's been a while to those listening i thank you for listening and i hope you're ending the year on a high note um i really do it was a pretty bad year for me in specific areas, but I'm still happy. I still find, I, I can always find something to be happy about. So, um, that's not the Steelers. They're terrible. Well, I actually am happy the Steelers are terrible. I hope they lose out the season so we can blow this thing up. But other than that, in the job stuff, I'm pretty, I can't complain. I cannot complain. So... So those listening, thank you for your time. I will be checking in again before the new year. I got to get back to the talking. Hope everyone's being safe. I'm eating well. Joel Edwards here. We'll talk soon.